Welcome to the Early Retirement Show. If you are a longtime listener, thank you. And if you are new to the show, as a reminder, this show is dedicated to helping you retire early, otherwise known as the show dedicated to helping you understand what you have to do to be in a position where you are financially free, where work is now optional. So whether you are a few years out from retirement and you just want to know everything to prepare for that big date, or you're new in your journey and you want to get a head start on maximizing what you've worked so hard for throughout your life, this is the show for you. So we discuss everything from investments to taxes to insurance and everything that comes in between. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast and today's episode is all about social security. What do you need to think about when considering social security if you are retiring early or taking that non-traditional retirement route? What does it mean in terms of collecting early? How does that impact longevity? How can you be optimizing social security? How does social security talk to your other income sources, whether it's from investments or income from pensions? And then of course, tax planning with that, meaning how does that impact your ability to do things like Roth conversions or just other things you might have heard me talk about in my YouTube videos and as a great segue right there, my YouTube videos. If you have not seen them, you can check everything out on YouTube where I am going through with a little bit of a different style, walking you through the thinking behind the tax planning topics, behind the investment topics, and just creating a whole bunch of new types of content, hopefully for all of you on YouTube to gravitate towards and resonate with. So I hope you've been enjoying it so far. Thank you all for who have been really leaving reviews and rating the podcast and sharing it with your friends and other peers. I appreciate that greatly. So we'll hop right into the episode, which is on social security. And so how should you determine when you should collect social security? That's the topic. And what factors do we look at when determining what's best? So the first thing to consider from my perspective is do you need the income? If you need the income to live off, then it's a fairly easy conversation. It's less about optimizing income and more about living and meeting your needs. If you need the income, do we collect at an earlier age? Well, quite simply, yes, because we need the income. Now, if you don't necessarily need the income or you're not relying on that income to meet your needs, then there's some more flexibility there. Now, flexibility means a few different things in the financial industry. Flexibility means you now, because you are not taking Social Security, and this is best illustrated through an example. I'll just use a basic one. Let's assume you are 60 today, and you say, you know what, I'm planning on taking Social Security at age 62, either because you need the income or you've read a bunch of articles and you've said, you know what, Ari, I think I want to just take the income early and I want to invest it and get a higher return. Well, great. Let's determine that that's the route you want to go. Well, now you're 60 today and you're taking the income at 62 and you see another video of mine and it talks about Roth conversions, these things where you are intentionally paying taxes, this planning technique, so that you never pay taxes ever again by moving funds from an IRA or a 401k into a Roth or an after-tax account. And so the benefit of that is all the growth occurs tax-free forever. And so what we now have is a smaller window to do these Roth conversions, and there's less flexibility around doing them, meaning from age 60 to 62, we might have income that's very low. 
you might look at that and say, that's amazing. I've paid taxes my whole life, and finally I can pay at a lower rate. Or you'd say, you know what? Is this an opportunity to intentionally pay and take advantage of smaller or historically lower tax brackets? And so that's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is in terms of flexibility. Let's assume that you're age 60 and you want to take Social Security at whatever makes most sense for you. You're not necessarily have your heart set on taking it early and you don't necessarily have your heart set on needing the income to live off of at age 62. Well, now you're thinking most likely through, do I take it at the full retirement age? Do I take it at age 70? Do I delay to the most extent possible for my highest benefit? What makes most sense for you? And so if you do delay, the benefits are that you can start to implement some of these things like Roth conversions, perhaps a little bit more effectively because you aren't taking this guaranteed income source for the rest of your life, Social Security, and will it be there for the rest of our lives? It's one of those things that I believe to some extent, maybe not at the extent that it is almost viewed at today, but that's a, a topic for another episode. And so what we first basic just like to look at is do you need the income if you don't need the income let's start to look at life expectancy meaning not a fun topic but something that a financial planner either should bring up with you um, if they haven't already or just something that is worth thinking through yourself is if you have a long 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 life expectancy in terms of health and in the family well you if you plan on living to 100 or 110 or you just want a number like that just for peace of mind, well, it might make sense to wait until age 70 to collect for the highest benefit. Now, if you say, you know what, Ari, I want to take it at full retirement age. That's what I've I've looked into. Well, then great. Not going to be a problem either. We just are looking at what makes most sense. And so that longevity risk, the how do I collect the most amount of Social Security to optimize it, that's what we're looking at. So if you're deciding between collecting at full retirement age, assuming that's age 67, versus collecting at age 70, there's something known as the break-even point. That break-even point is generally age 80 to 81. So if you live until age 78, it's likely better to collect Social Security at age 67. You had a lower benefit, but you had more years collecting that benefit. So the cumulative benefit would have been larger than had you just waited to collect at age 70. Now on the flip side, if you live until age 85, it's likely better to collect at age 70 now, you have fewer years of collecting, but it would be for a cumulatively larger amount over time. So how do you know when it's best to collect if you don't know how long you're going to live, which is all of us, by the way? Um, you can have a sense, but no one knows, of course, exactly. If you live until age 90 or 95, you are going to be happy that you waited until age 70 to collect Social Security to protect against that longevity risk. Now, if you don't live until the break-even age and you happen to pass away at, call it age 78, the risk is that you didn't collect as much of a benefit as you could have if you had waited. Now, the risk of outliving your money can be far greater than having less money to pass on to future generations. So when you're thinking about this, everyone has their own decision based off of your values and your decisions, and that's why it always needs to be incorporated into this decision-making process of when to collect Social Security. So what are the benefits of waiting to collect Social Security? There's a guaranteed return. Social Security 
increases by 8% each year, every single year that you don't collect after full retirement age. Just for example, if your benefit is $2,000 a month and you wait one year to collect, your benefit rises to $2,160 a month, another $160 per month the next year. So that's one benefit of waiting to collect. Another is that there is favorable tax treatment. So assume you have the choice to take $2,500 per month from your IRA, your individual retirement account, or your 401k, or $2,500 from Social Security. With an IRA, any funds that you withdraw are fully taxable. So that $2,500 per month, that's what we're starting with, but we need to subtract federal and state taxes. Now with Social Security, it's not taxable at the state level in many states. For example, I'm in California, and California does not tax Social Security. A maximum of 85% is included in your federal taxable income. Now, in terms of another benefit, it's tax strategy, which I alluded to at the beginning. So for most people, there's an income gap from the time you retire until you collect required minimum distributions or your RMDs. That's the gap you can start to do some really cool tax planning to make sure you are optimizing your tax situation. Now, what are some of the negatives to waiting to collect? Well, you're going to have to replace your income. If you're not collecting Social Security, not a bad thing, but where is income going to come from? For most people, it's either coming from their 401k or IRA or from a gap fund, a brokerage account. And so the longer you wait, the more income that needs to be replaced. Once again, if you don't need the funds from Social Security and you're extremely confident in your investing ability, the negative of waiting is you don't have funds immediately accessible to invest to try and maximize your return. So that's the summary for today's episode for Social Security. It's what are the benefits, what are the cons, and just as a summary for you, what you want to start to think about is do you need the income? What is life expectancy? What are you most comfortable with? Do you want to start taking income? Um, what is going to be the impact on your tax strategy. So you can see that's going to talk to your investments and your income, and it's all related. So that's why we do this comprehensive financial planning. We don't just look at Social Security in a vacuum because it's all connected. So that's it for today's episode on Social Security, and I will talk to all of you next week. And once again, please continue to put in your questions. You can submit those on my website, earlyretirementpodcast.com, and I will look to answer them in a future episode. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Early Retirement Podcast. As a reminder, you can submit your own question, and I will look to answer it in a future episode on my website, earlyretirementpodcast.com. That's earlyretirementpodcast.com. Disclaimer here, please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.